Shin Yutet Gimel. Hayulafanav Shnei Minei Ochalim Oravim. You have two types of foods that are mixed together. So Borer Echad Meechad, you just you pull apart one and separate one from another. Umaniach Hashini, you leave the second one behind. Kedele Achol Miyad, and your purpose is to eat it right away. Uh, so that's what's allowed. Because you're pulling apart, you're pulling out the ochel from the psolet, and you're eating it right away. You're doing it with your hand, and that's that's what's a, that's the t- classic case of what is permitted. Okay. Haga. Ushnei minei dagim mikre shnei minei ochlim. Now, if you have two types of fish, they're different. Um, so therefore, they're called two different ochlim, and you could potentially have a borer uh, problem. So then, even though it's two types of fish, it's two types of fish. It's not the same, and you cannot do it unless it's in a permitted fashion. Even though they're big chunks, they're big fish, they're big pieces, they're, it's not a tiny mixture. It's Even though they're big pieces, they're, big pieces can be considered... Uh, us are to pull apart one from another. Right? Fruit, big pieces of uh, full round fruits are also a problem. Whatever is considered one type of, one, the same type of food, one mean. But if you have the same kind of chicken or the same kind of fish and they're all the same, they all basically look the same, taste the same, just one is bigger, one is small, smaller. So then, on this, there is no problem of border. Okay. Even if you have two types, uborer mishneim biyachad hagadolot mitoch ktanu. Oh, lehefech shari horav eno borer min echad mitoch chavero. Okay. All right, so the same thing basically. As long as they're, uh, if it's just an issue of size, that's the one, that's the one kula. Um, the Mishnah points out, and again, there is a, obviously going to be a little bit of a gray area. It depends how far you want to take it, but he says if you have some that are good and some that are bad, even though they're the same, basically the same mean, but some are getting rotten or something, or some are overcooked, or, uh, or one fish is alive, one fish is dead. In other words, there's enough of a hacker that they're different, so then, by all these differences, it's borer. So, generally speaking, you're going to have an issue of borer. The fact that you're selecting one from another, by definition, means they're different. So, unless it's, uh, the only way that's definitely permitted is if they're identical except for the size. Um, he says also, uh, apples, for example, some that are more uh, bitter or, or, or versus sweet or sour, uh, different, different, you know, like, typical pink lady versus a green apple. This is going to be a bora. Uh, he says also if one is cooked and one is roasted, of course that's bora. Okay. Ve'im beer, the Mishokhan continues. Ve'im beer, ve'hiniach le'achar zman, afil lavo bayom. Now if you separate for later, kegon shubir shachid achol benhar bayim, you separate, let's say, in, early, in the morning for Shalashiris. So then you're Chayav, then, you're, then that's Asa. Okay. This is going on everything? 
uh, yeah, I mean, that's, anytime you have a mixture that there's borer, so then it always has to, the only way it's going to be permitted is if you do it uh, during the meal, before the meal, as you're getting ready before, right before the meal. So then that's, that's when it's permitted. But if you're doing it for hours later, uh, of course, there's always going to be that gray area, you know, how, how early is considered samach. Okay. But as long as you're in the act of preparing, even though it takes a, it takes a while, that's generally samach and allowed. Okay. Now, there's an interesting question. What happens, the Biralacha raises the question, it's a, it's a machlokas. What happens if, uh, right, if it's during eating, then, if it's while you're actually eating, we're not talking about right before you're eating, while you're eating, it's on your plate and you're about to eat. Then, right, there's a concept of derech achila, you'll have to do it if it's the normal way of eating. So is that allowed? Um, so it comes up commonly by, um, let's say, uh, fish bones. So it's the, the Bir Lacha quotes that it's a machloket. Um, basically, the Bir Lacha in Dalit. Oh, we didn't get there yet, sorry. In, uh, but I already started to say. So Haboyer Psolet. The first one in Dalit. Haboyer Psolet. So there, so the issue is, so anyways, basically the machlokas between the Ramban and the, and the Rosh. That's how he presents it. There's obviously other poskim, chronim uh, who deal with this. So basically, it's a machloket, and he he goes ismachmer uh, lechatchila. In general, that's the um, that that's what's recommended. So so that happens to be uh, like for example, I'll just point out here. Shemir Shabbos Gilchasa says if you have fish, for example, he says one is to put one should be machmer not to pull apart the bones directly from the meat of fish, unless some of the meat goes with the bones. Um, otherwise, the best way to do it is you hold the bones uh, with you know one finger utensil, and then you pull apart the ochel. And that's called ochel mitoch psolet. Uh, that's the general, uh, I think the most popular uh, psak, especially by Ashkenazim. Many Svardim are mekel on this one, because that's called derech achila. Um, so that's Famous gefilte fish avoids the issue, and gefilte fish we know is from uh, Ashkenazic customs, uh, Ashkenazic food. Shmir Shabbos Gilchasa has a kula by watermelon. By watermelon, what about the black watermelon seeds? So there he says you're allowed to shake them out. Again, it's a little, it's, it's a little bit of a fine-tuned chiluk, even though that because there he says that's derech achila. And you can't pick them. You, so he says, lechadchila, you should not pick them out. But if you actually go ahead and pick them out, seed by seed, with a finger, he says, yeshal pi Um And uh, again, this is a machloket. So. I don't know. You have to ask him. But you can look at the footnotes. Again, when it comes to Breuer, there's a lot of uh, gray... A little bit of a confusion or question marks, and obviously every posik is going to word it a little bit differently and have a little bit of a different nuance. Maskana. Uh, right. Okay. Interesting case. Just to point out the Mishnah Bura says, what happens if you have? It's in. Uh, it's on this safe, I think. Yeah, it's on the safe. Just to point it out. Let's say you have on a hook. You have a few shirts, a few towels, a few pants on one hook on the wall. 
So he says, here, you're allowed to remove the top layer, and that's not called boyer, it's just one on top of the other, it's not considered a mixture. And he says, perhaps the same thing if you have on a plate. You have one item on top of another item. Since you're doing it while you need it, it's considered derech achila, uh, and therefore, you're allowed to remove the top layer. And it's not, it's not called bore. So again, these... A, a, a layered pile like that, you want to I don't know. It sounds like from him, you just take off the top half of the pile, and you can get to the bottom. To pull out the one from the middle sounds like a problem. So... Right, so that's what I would do, is just do one from the top. And obviously, as much as you can avoid these issues, um bracha. Dalit. Herborer psolet mitoch ochel afilu biyado achas chayav. Now, so here you're chayav. It seems even raisa. You just pull out the psolet from the ochel. Right, that's what we're not allowed to do. Okay, we've done, we've said that before. Haga. Rafilu ha'ochel meruba v'yeshater toach v'veras ha'ochel. So this is interesting. Even if it's much, much easier just to pull out the psolet. There's a tiny bit of psolet. No, the way to, only way to do it, there are chetir on Shabbos, is to pull out the ochel from the psolet, even if it's a lot more work than it would be just to remove the psolet. Right? You can't remove the psolet. There's really no chetir for that, even if it's right before eating. Okay, the only question mark we mentioned is that there is a question mark if it's mamish, you know, it depends how it is, but if it's mamish while you're eating mamish, so then some are mako. But um, if it's even, but, okay, so standard case, it's asr, and you have to do the extra work. Mishnah Bura points out, that's the halacha for Shabbos, when we get to Yanta, we'll see, he says, by Yom Tov, actually you should take out the psolet, because borer in general is mutter on Yom Tov. And it's more work to start pulling out all the ochel. So on Yom Tov, um, it's the din of, for Simchas Yom Tov, we want to eliminate or reduce as much tircha as possible. So it would actually be the opposite by Yom Tov. Hey, haboyer tumisi. Right? If you want to select away some kind of beans, lupine beans, mitoch psolet shelehem chayav. So if you want to remove it from the psolet, that's your bichayav. So this is an interesting case. And it's a machlok at Rishonim and how to understand the case in the Gemara. Uh, but basically, you ha- the, the, tor- the beans are generally considered ochel. You like the beans. But right now they're still bitter. And it's, it, therefore, until it's fully cooked, let's say right now it's not fully cooked. Until it's fully cooked, uh, you still need to cook it in order to, in its um, wrapping, in its uh, shell or uh, whatever the membrane, whatever it's called, on the outside, and you need that to make it sweeter. But right now, and that's the case we're talking about, right now it's not really edible, it's bitter, and I guess you can sort of eat the, the rest of it that's, that's in the top shell or the, the outer shell. So then, when you take away the term, the beans that are not edible yet, they're, right now they're called psolets. So even though they're really the main part of the food, right now they're psolet, and that's why you're removing them. So therefore, v'nimsa kaborer psolet mitoch ochel v'chayev. So you are chayev. Why is it taking them in? 
I'm, I'm, I don't understand exactly, and Rishonim also have some dis- difficulty, but it's, or uh, I'm how to explain, but I guess you're eating the rest of it at this moment, and you're not ready, you don't want to eat the, so the, these beans right now, you want to eat the rest of the top shell. So until it's ready, it's psolet for you. Right. It's the principle that matters. Okay, good. Vav. Ein molelin melilot. So here, you've got your kernels in the shaft, and you're not allowed to um, rub them to separate them. Ela molel b'shinoi ma'at etzba'otav. The only way to do it right now is to use your fingertips so there's some kind of a shinoi. Alright, otherwise, otherwise it's, it, it looks like dash, and, okay, Mishnah Bura points out that in general we see that we're makel with this, especially with beans, and that is generally the, the, the so he says it must be because the, um, when we're makel, when we're allowed to be makel, we're saying the outer membrane or the outer is still edible. So since it's ochel and they're both ochel, and therefore it's allowed. But if it would be dry and the outer part would not be ochel, then you wouldn't be allowed to. Um, okay. And it has to be done with the shinui. Okay. Haga. And he says, Even though you're taking out the kernels, the ochel from the, um, the outer layers, since you're doing it to eat right away, and you're taking the ochel from the psolet, and you're doing it with the shinoi, it's matter. But no, but some are machmer for this as well. It's considered mafarik or dash, and therefore it's not allowed. Okay? I yeah, well, Dor, Borer and Zore and Dash are basically the same. Slightly different, but well, very you similar. Have a, you have a stalk of wheat. Right. And you push out one so, of the grains. Right. So that is effectively Dash. Well, Dash is more your, uh, the initial stages of cracking it and separating it. And then you still have the leftover there. And that's where Borer comes in. Or Zora when you throw it up and you let the extra stuff Correct. Correct. Dash. So, anyways, let me just finish the uh, Rama and then Velachin Asur Lefarik Egozim Luzim or Egozim Gedolim Mitokli Petani Yeruka. And therefore, you're not allowed to remove even the green uh, membrane. It's like a thin little, thin little covering. No. Oh, this is not grow with like in a ball, like a spalding or something. They grow in a ball. Okay. Okay. So this shell you're saying is thick. I think so. Okay. Okay. I'm not sure. V'tov could be v'tov lahachamir merachad yachol ochlan kach below piruk. And he says you should be machmir because you can eat it without removing this layer of a shell. So, it sounds like it's a thinner shell that's edible. At least that the Ramah is referring to. Um, anyways, the general minad is um, that we are, we do eat nuts with, uh, even on Shabbos, you are allowed to remove the shells and you are allowed to remove even this thin membrane. 
So that's the general. Some say you have to do with the shinui, but the, the general minag is is to is to eat them, and as long as it's derech achila while while you're eating and right before you're eating. Otherwise, then that'd be a bigger. If you're doing it ahead of time for later in the day, that would be an issue. As long as it's derech achila, the minag is to be made. But it's a little difficult to. Uh, well, the question is, how do you find derech? How do you find derech achila? And as we already mentioned, and then also vav might be referring to ahead of time, and not while you're eating. So there's different factors that make it uh, a complicated saga. Okay, zayn. How you melilot me'erav shabbos? Now you had these rubbed uh, sheaths, um, kernels with the sheep. They're still there. They're still there, mixed. They're just loose now. So they, you did that Erev Shabbos. So now, lo yenapeh bekanon, you can't use this special kli, perush rashi, kli shirosho echad racha vehasheni asui kemin marze, venotine kitnio berosho racha vemenaneha ochel, omitgalgel deracha marze, vepsolet nishar bekli. So you have some kind of this long kli, a little bit of a funnel or, um, I don't know, tube, where it's wider on one side and thinner on the other. So you put it in on one end, and you pour it out the thin end on the other side, and the psolet gets left behind. So you already did the the dash erev Shabbos, where you separ- you loosened it and sort of separated it, but you're left with a mixture. So you want to finish that on Shabbos. So you can't use this this sifter device, this cleat. The tamchay perish or a big plate, and you're also not allowed to remove it with two hands. Even though but you just do it with one hand, and that's okay. Um, and the Mishnah Bura also adds you can also blow on it if it's right when you're eating, as you're eating. So here also we see as long as it's derech achila as you're eating, that's when that's when we're mekel. Okay, chet ein shor netar karshini. See, here you have uh, some kind of fodder or f- food for the animals, but it doesn't matter. It's what, whatever food you have. It doesn't matter what kind of food it is. That's just the case. So what do you do? You pour it into a bowl. Now, in the bowl, now you pour water over them. So what happens? You fill up the bowl with water, and you have in the bottom of it um, it's animal food or any food that you have, whatever the issue is. And all the water, uh, sorry, all the, the dirt or whatever you're trying to, the, sh- the shaft, whatever you're trying to separate floats to the top. It could also be the opposite, where the good food floats to the top and the bad sinks. Um, either way, you're using the water in a bowl to do a perfect separation job. Right? Even though you're not using your hand, it's still asr, the havalek, because when you're pouring the water, you are separating the good and the bad. Aval, notan v'chavara, afal pi shenofal Now, if your purpose is just to transport the, this food from one place to another, you're allowed to pour it into a device, maybe like a colander or some kind of a sifting device to carry it from one to another, because you're just using it as like a, a bucket, a cleave for transportation reasons. To transport it. You're not using it for sifting. And even though a little bit gets, uh, some of the psolet might 
gets sifted out, that's not a problem. Since that's not your kavana. Um, okay. If you have fruits and vegetables that are muddy. Fruits and vegetables that are muddy, yeah. Mr. Buddha says, shouldn't fall water on them. You shouldn't... Mm. That's to soak them in the... to soak the fruit to separate the avak and the afar from them. Right, so that would be a problem also to soak your fruit to get to, if the purpose is to separate the dirt. Fine, so we'll mention it right now. Generally, the halacha um, is, I think, pretty accepted. You're allowed to rinse, let's say it's right before you eat, you're allowed to rinse all your food in order to, to if it's for pesticide reasons, and generally speaking, to remove some of the dirt. But um, there is... Um, there is some discussion about it. So it's not 100% clear. Let's say you have a lot of dirt and you want to rinse it under the sink to remove the dirt. Some say it could be a problem. But generally, washing fruit right before the meal is, uh, is, is accepted as fine. Not a problem. Now, another case, people... Um, so here, so here's the next case. If you're going to put it into a bowl, um, it's, people often do this uh, let's say for bugs. If you want to soak it in a bowl with, let's say, soap, salt water, vinegar, whatever you use to separate the bugs, so then, um, is that allowed? So, generally speaking, uh, it is a machloket. If it's mainly for bugs, and... Um, here, you know, I will leave it as... It is a machloket, but I'll say like this. The general minag, I believe most people do do it. And it's consi- the purpose is to remove the bugs. And if you're doing it because you see a bunch of bugs, or you see pieces of dirt, and your purpose is to have the dirt and have all these bugs float to the top, so then it's probably usser. But if your purpose is just to get rid of the bugs that you can't really see anyway, and um, to make it kosher, so then... So, so then the purpose is not for selecting, per se, especially if you can't see it. It's just, um, uh, I don't know how you put it. But I think the, the general minagas, it's matter. Again, yeah, generally people don't do it. They, they won't serve, they won't uh, yeah, soak. It. If it's not done air Shabbos, they won't prepare it. I'd like to see where the header is. Yeah, I've seen the Isra written in places. Okay, so... Yeah, so some also say if you're if you know you're going to kill bugs while you're doing this, so then then that's a problem. The question is, do you do you expect to kill bugs? Do you worry about it? Is it just psikresha? It's a davar machavin. Your purpose is not to kill the bug; it's just to separate it. So, but there are some who say it's asr because of the neshama. But um, anyway, if. I guess it kind of depends if what your purpose is, and if you're expecting to to if you're expecting to remove the bugs or not. Anyway, so we'll leave it as a machloket what to do as far as um, uh, soaking it. Okay. There, I know. Yeah. Okay. If you can find the the makhlukula, I'd be very interested in seeing. Okay, I'll look. Um, I know Rabbi David, for example, said it's. Uh, 
he knows many people do it, and he's, he says it's okay. Um, but again, the, the, your kavana is not to separate. It's like you don't, you're not seeing all the bugs. You're not seeing the bugs. You're not seeing the dirt. And your purpose is not to separate them, to have them float to the top. Uh, the purpose, so it depends. In the case where you rinse them already and now you're just like doing extra... Correct. Correct. And the fact that some of the seeds on a strawberry float to the top is not a problem because those little tiny seeds are ochel and you're happy to eat them. So that's not the purpose. So that's for sure not an issue. Uh, yeah, so it's a fine. We'll leave it as a question. Tet. Mishomeret afilu tuluya me'erev Shabbos. Now, this is a, basically it's like a proper strainer or filter, but it's made of, let's say, a mesh cloth. Uh, maybe some kind of cheesecloth or something, uh, whatever it is, and you hang it up. So it has to be hung up from before Shabbos, uh, probably. Um, well, it also depends if it's over a kli, you have issues of ohel or not. But okay, let's, to keep simple and avoid issues of making an ohel, it was all set up uh, before Shabbos. Or you hold it up on Shabbos, just not completely covering the kli. So then, a sorely so what's the pour on it wet shemarim, the wet dregs from the wine. Because when you put it on there, you're going to end up having some of the leftover, the wine, the liquid that's stuck to the shemarim, and it's just going to drip down. So you can't put it there on Shabbos because you're separating the wine from the shemarim. Aval, imatan shemarim erev Shabbos, but if the shemarim are already there from erev Shabbos. Now it's all set up on Shabbos. Mutarli so you're allowed to pour water on them and let the water go through the strainer. Because you're not a, because what's happening? The water is just going straight through. And you're just flavoring the water or coloring the water a little bit. And you're cleaning the shmarim even more. But basically it's water in, water out. And therefore, you're not boring anything. It's the same water except for, it adds a little bit of color, but there's nothing there. So as long as all the water is, is uh, it's basically this, uh, you're not boiling anything out of the water that went in. In other words, so that's okay. Um, whether there are shemar in there, and obviously if there's no shemar, it's the same thing as taking any water through any filter. It's um, So well, I'm not going to get into describing each filter. If it would be a simple filter, there's no problem. You just take it through a mesh, that's no problem whatsoever, that's what we're talking about. Um, when it comes to, that's if the water is drinkable, I don't think it matters. It's, it's to your eyes, nothing changes. So there's no burr. You're going to tell me the flavor changes, so that's, I don't think that counts. It, it's clear, drinkable water. You might not like it, and for you it's not filtered to your, to your liking. That's not a problem halakhically. Uh, I'll just point out, there is a machloket by the mod, by some of the modern filters, because it's going through all these pipes, it's a mechanism, and then it goes through different layers of, of, um, of pebbles in and out. Um, so without getting through the whole, the whole mechanism of modern day, uh, some of the reverse osmosis, for example, some are machmer. Um, but it, but uh, certainly many are makil, but it's looked at one device, and the, the, basically the same water that goes in is the exact same water that comes out as far as what's recognizable to your eyes. So there is certainly certainly room to be makel, but there are those who are machma. Um, yud, similar case. 
Yain or Mayim Shem Tzulim. You have clear water or clean wine. Mutar l'sarnam b'mesha meret. You let it have it go right through a filter, no problem. Now, this may or may not apply nowadays, but he says like this, even though you have little pieces in the water. So the Ramah says, since you would drink them with those little pieces, you're happier when it gets filtered out. But you would drink that same water anyway. He says, even that water is okay. Now, so to have it, so a filter, that's okay. But to do it through a white cloth or a, a beged, so then there could be issues of libun, as generally it's a problem. You know, it depends also if it's a suda that you don't care if it gets wet and it's derech lichluch and you're not going to squeeze it, and uh, or if it's colored and it's not white. So then there are other uh, possible heterium by fabric. But okay, what if it's a colored liquid? And he said, it was sha'ar mashkim, so then it's mutar, then you could do it even through a sudar, and that wouldn't be a problem. Vim heim and if it's dirty water, ben mayin ben yayin, asr lesarin them, because then you're going to be cleaning them, and then it's asr. Ule harambam, ben meshameret, asur afilu mayin, it's yayin, selulim, afilu besudarim, lo itiru, ela betzlulim. The Rambam is extra machmer when it comes to um, when it comes to putting it through. If the water is dirty, and if it's fresh wine that's that's cloudy, that's okay because it's cloudy in and cloudy out, and you don't care. You're happy to drink it if it's cloudy, and therefore it's not a problem. Um, the reason of the Rambam is Machmer is just because of Ubdin Dechol, and uh, we don't, and not because of filtering, and it's not a problem with Halacha.